It's time for the podcast that features two guys that register on the Richter scale when they go up and down the stairs. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by the Parian Lawyers. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <gasps> His ability to suck in these balls. <gasps> Sounds like a case of the Mondays. Grab your balls. <gasps> When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the morning five for Monday, September 18th, 2023. It's so hard to believe, Bryce, that we are halfway through September. Like, there is no way we should be halfway through September. Uh, it is National Cheeseburger Day, buddy. Ooh, yeah. And I know that we talked about National Double Cheeseburger Day last week. Yeah. Uh, it's National Cheeseburger Day this this week. I like mine with lettuce and tomato, maybe some, you know, you know, onions, Heinz 57s, French fried potatoes on the side. That's how I like my uh, cheeseburgers. That sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, uh, when we when I cook, when I cook hamburgers, you have to put a slice of cheese on it. It just adds a little bit to oh, yeah. it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yes, a thousand percent. What's your What's your favorite type of cheese to put on a burger? Is it just plain American, or do you like something a little different? I'm plain American. I love putting just a, one of those yellow slices of cheese on there and just slapping it there. See, I, I like I like Munster. Munster is probably my favorite. I do like Swiss. Um, Swiss is good on there. Any type of Gouda. I don't know. I like to try. I like to try different cheeses on there. I feel like I've had so many cheeseburgers with just plain American cheese on it that I'm like, I know what this tastes like. But let's let's do like half Gouda, half Munster, or or a little bit of Swiss, or I don't know, just Parmesan or something different. Whatever whatever I have random, whatever cheese I have in my uh, in my uh, refrigerator, just try something a little different. Every time you say the word Gouda, the only thing that pops into my mind is. Marshall from How I Met Your Mother offering Gouda in one of those episodes. That's the first thing that pops into my mind every single time. I've never seen that show. Yeah, my favorite show. I know time. it's I know it's got a Dookie Hauser on it, right? Yes, it does have Dookie Hauser. Yeah, Dookie Hauser. I thought it's got it's got a lot of stars. I love um, who's the main guy? Jason Segal is that his name? Yeah, Jason Segal. Yeah, Steven's son. Uh, I, yeah, I, I like him a lot. He's hilarious. I, I, it's just one of those shows that I've never that's, gotten around to watch. That's who did the Gouda. Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. <laughs> he is amazing in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. One of the most underrated comedies, I think, in my opinion. A thousand percent agree. Uh, it's also National Rice Krispies Day. Mm. I actually like Rice, Rice, Rice Krispies. Rice Krispie treats. Excuse me. Yeah, I actually like Rice Krispie treats. It's one of what well, was like one of the few treats that we could make when we were little kids because it was uh, sort of cheap to make. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm actually a big Rice Krispie treats fan. I will never turn down a Rice Krispie treat. I'll pass. I'm not a big fan of them. Oh I don't my like the goodness! Rice Krispies. You don't like Rice um, Krispie cereal? I, no. Oh, I don't. what is wrong I with don't. you? There's a lot wrong with me, Bryce. You, We've had this conversation. Do you hate America and puppies as well? Look, as much as the the amount of crap that you don't like, I don't want to hear it. I can't believe you hate Snap Crackle and Pop. It. Next, you're going to tell you me you hate Tony the Tiger. You know what else I hate? What's up? 
the fact that the Braves got swept this weekend. Uh, it the, was embarrassing. The only good thing for the Braves is that no one cares about baseball right now because it's football season. That's the only bright <laughs> I mean, spot for the Braves is that no one watched a single inning of any of these games. That's probably fair. Here's the good here's the good part. At some point this weekend, Matt Olson hit his fifty second home run. That's huge. Let's be real. That's huge. Uh, on Friday night, Braves fall to the to the Marlins nine to six. Albies had two RBIs. Acuna, Riley, Rosario, and Harris all added an RBI apiece. Bryce Elder five innings pitched, four earned, six Ks. Yeah, yeah, that's not. On Saturday, uh, Braves fall to the Marlins eleven to five. Albies again two RBIs. Harris, Riley, Olson <laughs> all had an RBI apiece. Olson's RBI was the solo shot. That was the fifty second home run of the year, and his. Braves franchise record. Hey, and uh, kudos to him. Let's go. Good job. Nice job, Bolson. Uh, Jared Schuster, three innings pitched, uh, four earned, two Ks. What, what happened to our pitching this weekend? Barf. Oh uh, then <laughs> Braves. Braves on Sunday. Even worse. Braves fall sixteen to two. What? That's right. What? Sixteen to two. Excuse me. Azuna and Harris only had an RBI, and Charlie Morton went four and two thirds innings, six earned, five Ks. That is that is horrendous. So Olson, Olson at fifty two is seven home runs back of the National League home run record at fifty nine. So very unlikely um, that he's going to get it again. Not accurate, but we'll go a thousand we'll go. percent accurate. Oh, we're going to advocate doing steroids in this podcast now. That's what we're going to advocate. Oh, yeah. Just get, take a little needles. Want to hit a longer home run? Just do something illegal. Take a couple steroids. We now advocate for Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. They all took, allegedly, all took steroids. Advocated well, it sounds for like it, what but you're at doing. the same time, if you look at the actual record books, the actual Major League Baseball record books are what's accurate yeah you as know what we I got we it. got documents saying we went to the moon that accurate billy yeah it is oh okay and now we went to the moon all right barry bonds oh, mark mcguire sammy sosa record book holders and we went to the moon today breaking news in the morning five podcast <laughs> brave starters this weekend 12 and two-thirds innings and 14 earned runs oh, and 13 k's I, you know <laughs> and I would be okay with that if we started three guys like Jared Schuster. No offense to Jared Schuster, not going to be in our starting rotation in the playoffs. But uh, Bryce Elder and Charlie Morton, both those guys probably going to be in our uh, our four man rotation. I would think in the playoffs, and uh, they look terrible. I say they look terrible. The stats that I read said they look terrible. I didn't watch any of it. It's football season. Um, I okay. I'll give him. I'll give him a pass on this. It was the series after we wrapped up something mediocre that we should have done anyways this year. Um, so I assume everybody was happy and got swept by the Marlins at home. Let's come home and take care of the Phils. Have you have we had any injury update on Acuna? I know he had a little Acuna bit. Acuna went of a, out Friday with a calf strain yeah. and hasn't been back since. That's not fantastic. Not what I wanted no. to hear. Um, no, I don't see any update on his injury. That is. Yeah, it's troublesome. That is, That's troublesome. Yeah, yeah. Troublesome is a uh, one way to put it. <laughs> how 
However, however, um, if if all he has to do is rest for the final, you know, two and a half weeks of the season, <laughs> rest, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I but I, you know, there there is a fine line between rest and rust, and I don't want the rest to turn into rust before the playoff starts. Wait, that's fair. But it's not like you're going to watch the playoffs because of football season. Right? No, 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 no. I'll watch the playoffs. I'll watch the playoffs. <laughs> I will. I will watch the playoffs. Uh, despite my wife canceling my my uh, TV. Um, don't what? Get any, don't get any channel. Yeah, yeah. No, we can't. I, I say she canceled. We canceled it a long time ago. We were we we meant to cancel it probably like in J- May or June, uh, and we just never got around to it. And we finally canceled it a couple couple months ago. Mm, yeah. Wow. Okay. But, but it saves us $140 a month now, and I still watch every single thing I was going to watch previously. I just watch it online now. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, Sailing High Seas. Thank you, NFL Bites. You didn't hear that here. <laughs> Speaking of NFL Bites, the Falcons last night beat the Packers 25 24. All right, let's go, Dirty Birds. Rise up, baby. Wow. What a game. Yeah. That was. That was so we, we were. We couldn't, so we were driving home from uh, South Georgia during this from game. Albany, from Albany, uh, we were actually driving. We were actually driving home from uh, Americas. Was, uh, we went and went and had lunch with with my dad uh, down there at a place called eighteen hundred. Billy, I sat at the biggest table I've ever sat at in my entire life, and it fit me perfectly. Uh, which that's, that's surprising, dude. This table that's really surprising. It was a monster round. Like, think of what the Knights of the Round Table sat with with King Arthur. Like, this is the table, just good lord, heavy wood mahogany. It was a monstrous, beautiful monstrosity. Uh, and I want to get one. I want to get one of those tables put in. I don't even know if it'll fit in my dining room. Um, but we went and ate, we went and ate lunch at a table. It was huge, great, massive chairs, amazing. So we couldn't find this game on the radio. So we were watching the GameCast update on my phone. Like Emily was holding it up in the middle console so me and both the Jeez. boys could watch the game as it progressed on. <laughs> but yeah, nice win. Nice win to the Falcons. 2-0, baby. So not a really big fan of it. Um, you don't like yeah, winning? That was... No, it... Wow. Okay. A lot of breaking news today on the podcast. Uh, Billy hates Rice Krispies. Yeah. Billy hates winning. Loves steroids and believes we landed on the moon. A lot of breaking news today. The way that we were down, uh, we were down 24 to 12. We're able to come back. I I appreciate that. Um, what we were, it's nitpicky stuff, man. That's all I'm, I'm talking about. I'm just nitpicky stuff. It's good to have the that after that a win too. Like it's, it's good. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good to say, Hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I obviously didn't watch it. I watched. Or I didn't listen to it or watch it. I'll watch the highlights today. But I, I, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. To be honest with you, Desmond Ritter was 19 of 32 for 237 yards, a tud, and an interception. Ooh. The interception was honestly the the interception was not necessarily his fault. Um, he was hit as he was throwing the ball, and it just kind of popped up in the air. Um, did he throw the, the ball from his was, butt? Yeah, he did. Oh, all right. Well, uh, Bijan Robinson had 170 all-purpose yards on 23 touches. I'm perfectly happy with that. That kid's give pretty me, good. Give me all of that. He's really good. That kid's pretty good. He's, He's he might really, be better really than he was billed. It's, it's insane. <laughs> it is nuts. Um, Dr- 
Drake London had seven targets on six, six receptions on seven targets and 67 yards and a touchdown. And then Pitts was only targeted five times with two receptions and 15 yards. That's my biggest problem right there. Why um, is, Why can they not figure out how to get Bijan, Pitts, and Drake involved in the offense all in the same game? Like, why, why, does, not, why does that not happen? I don't know. But if Casey Bass and Play Harden start you know, coming in at us again. Listen, like when I want, Friday. when I want an opinion on the triple option, high school or college, <laughs> I'll call Casey Bass or Clay Harden. When I want an opinion on the NFL, I'll find someone who actually watches the NFL. All right. If you're Touché not, there. If, if you're not going to use Pitts or you're not going to use Drake London, there's no, I mean, you're telling me you spent an entire first round draft pick on someone just to be a diversion. Like that's what we're doing here in Atlanta now. No, I'm no. not. I'm I, you, figure out a way to use all three of these superstars. Get the ball in their hand and let them do work. And if you can't, either A, the offensive coordinator needs to be fired, or B, you need to trade one of those superstars for somebody that can contribute on your roster. There were, look, Drake, Desmond Ritter has moments. Okay, Bryce. He's not, he's not bad. He's not bad. I will say he, that. He's mid. For me, he's mid to bottom half. Is is he a top sixteen quarterback in the NFL right no. now? All right, no, all right, he's not. I, I and think the bad thing is, look, he's when you look at it, when you look at what he does, he he does a lot of things really well. He does get out of the pocket really well, and is able the, his ability to scramble is superb. I, I like that. He's always looking downfield. I like that. Um. But sometimes he does get happy feet when he's getting when people are in his face, which is often. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. Um, but he's it's just like a roller coaster, man. You're up and down, you're up and down, you're up and down. It's constantly with, with him. It's it's I don't know which version of Desmond Ritter I'm gonna get, depending on the drive. And so. it's you know, it's not like they have a bunch of money invested in Desmond Ritter either. Like, it's not like no. they have to stick with him. I think the Falcons want to stick with him as long as they can, just to see if they have a dude, um, just to see if a <clears throat> oh, excuse me, uh, just to see if drafting a quarterback in their future is something that's going to be in the cards. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I say we ride with Ritter as long as as long as we can here. And see what we got so far through two games in the season. Ritter, Ritter hasn't looked bad, but like you said, he hasn't looked good. He's just he's sort of mid. Like he's if he's a color, he's beige. You know that's sort of what I equate it to. Yep. Uh, nobody likes beige, but nobody hates beige. It's just uh, it is what it is. It's middle of the road. Um, and I think the Falcons team right now, the way it's constructed, is good enough to win uh, with a with a mid quarterback. Now they're not going to win. You know, they're not going to make it to the NFC Championship. They're not going to make it to the Super Bowl or anything like that. But I think the Falcons roster right now, the way it's constructed, is good enough to win with a mid-quarterback, win the division. And, I, and I'll and i be honest with you, the way it's constructed, I don't know if having an elite quarterback on this team makes it exceptionally better just because of the way this team relies on the run so heavily. Um, you know, you, you bring in... You know, you bring in a, uh, an, a, an elite quarterback, I think it might add two wins to this roster, but I, I don't think it immediately makes you an NFC championship favorite or Super Bowl favorite or anything like that. I think it's a very – it's a solid roster, but it's not one of those that's going to pop off the page and surprise you, in my opinion. 
That's fair. That's probably fair. Um, Falcons will look ahead to this week as they will head up to Detroit and go see MCDC and company up there for now, uh, who are we seeing? Three. Who are we seeing? Are we seeing the same old Lions or Billy, no. or are we seeing the brand brand new new Lions? lions. Which one are we seeing? I'm thinking we're, we're seeing the brand new Lions. Yeah, brand new cool. Lions. They didn't look too good yesterday. They had a big old lead and gave it all up and went poo poo all over themselves in the second half. All right, let's look ahead. Let's get to college football from this weekend. Um, and the first thing that pops into my mind when I think of this weekend is, you know who Funny Main is? The um, comedian who does the how Alabama fans watched, you know, week, whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, all I could think of with him for this weekend is struggle win Oof, all yeah. week. All week. Yeah. Yeah, that was the entire like college football across the board. Yeah, every every, every team win. essentially in the top twenty-five struggle win. Yep. Yeah. Outside of Ohio State, I I don't. I from what I, I've we, heard, we didn't look good. I know we put up sixty-something points, but from what I've heard, we didn't look phenomenal. We didn't look bad. I promise you that. I watched it. it we didn't look bad at all. I don't know why we didn't we put look, up seventy. Was, we. Well, Let's let's talk about UGA. Well, you and I can talk about. <laughs> I'll stay later. UGA uh, wins twenty four to fourteen. As they were down fourteen to three at halftime. Yeah, this was this was not good. This was uh this this game in the USF Alabama game. I, I was we were listening to both of those as we were heading down to South Georgia, and I was like, "What the hell are they doing? Like, get your stuff together, guys! Come on!" I know. Uh, the offense, but seemed to be sputtering the entire time. Um, a lot of people and all of a sudden the Mike Bobo haters are back like in full force. Yeah. I mean, Mike That's Bobo sucked the first time he was around was the Mike Bobo haters on Facebook. And, well, and why, did, why did they bring him back? Mike Bobo sucked beforehand. Why is he back? Like, I don't know if he sucked beforehand. It wasn't good. <laughs> the points per game while he was there was really high. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, he did. I think what they're hating on from what I heard from people were the fact that they ran the ball a lot. And that's what all he calls is run plays. It seems like from what they're, they're telling me. Um, but when you've got an offensive line as big as Georgia's and you've got the running back depth that you have as, at Georgia, why not run the ball? I had just a like, lot of screens, I, like just a lot of screens plus, from Georgia. Plus you have a, a new quarterback, you know, you don't have anybody to, or you don't, want to push too much on him so yeah um it got rolling better in the second in the second half um they came out and scored twice after halftime and, and took the lead Carson Beck was 27 to 35 for 269 yards Dijon Edwards 118 yards and a touchdown on the ground so yeah it's Georgia didn't look great but you know it doesn't matter um because they got the dub it's the same thing with Alabama. It's the same thing with Texas. Texas struggled with Wyoming. Um, who else? It was everybody struggled. Tennessee Penn lost State to struggled. Florida this weekend. Yeah, Tennessee lost. Penn State struggled. Uh, Alabama struggled. I mean, Michigan didn't struggle. They didn't blow out Bowling Green. FSU almost lost to Boston College. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was a it was a nervy nervy week for top twenty five teams really across the board man it, yeah. was, it was strange yeah, so it really was um 
Well, that's that's the fun part about college football, though. You can you can have those weeks, and they are a lot of fun. And somebody brought up, I was watching a TikTok this weekend. This said, this is one of those seasons that you can kind of anticipate that chaos will ensue. Yeah, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And the good thing for Georgia is they have nine more bye weeks before they play a game that matters against a good opponent. So <laughs> you know they have a lot of time to get this right. Georgia moves to uh, three and zero. Yeah, three and zero, one and zero in the yeah, conference. They play a so who did they, UAB? They play was, UAB. Yeah, yeah. The, the UAB the fighting Corey Nix is spitting snakes. I think is what they're called. The fighting Corey Nix. The fighting. So they're playing this. <laughs> Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from this past weekend. Let's go over the Friday night lights. Uh, Bowden beat Dade County 49-15. to Billy, I think you and I both knew that they were going to win this game. I didn't know how much they were going to win it by, but uh, they went up there and absolutely kicked the crap out of Dade County. They took care of business. <laughs> exactly what they needed to. It was it was close early, and then and it just went boom. <laughs> I'm, it was I'm like 16-15 to 15, or 15-14 to 14 at halftime. I think so. I think. Yeah, it was a very, very close game at yeah, halftime. Yeah, and then, and what, five touchdowns after? Yeah. Coach, Coach Rich Finley said, let me go ahead and step on the gas here. Let me just uh, let me pump this one into the end zone. Let me pump about 30 more points in the scoreboard, and let's get out of here with a huge win. Uh, I'll be interested to talk to him. It's It seems like I haven't watched any Bowden film, but it seems like they're, they're starting to get rolling, man. It's starting to get – once the chemistry out in Bowden gets together and everybody figures out where they're supposed to be, where they fit in the best, how that offense is going to flow, this Bowden team is going to be dangerous again this year, man. Yep. Uh, yep, and it's starting to get into that point of the, the schedule. Bremen beats, beats Gordon Lee 31-3. to I think this was the most points Bremen scored all year. It is, and uh, very, very happy Rooster Russell on Friday night. So um, he's looking ahead to hopefully going 2-0 this week against uh, Ridgeland this week. Uh, this week, Bremen so. has Ridgeland, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Ridgeland. Yeah. Yeah, big uh, win, big win for the Bremen Blue Devils. They, they go one of though in region. So. Carrollton beats Leroy Jenkins forty-seven to fourteen. I think the halftime score was forty-seven to nothing. It was, oh. it was, it was bad. Oh. What ha- what happened in the second half? You can't pump in another touchdown. It was bad. I know. I know you got. I know you got your freshman and you know probably the the towel boy and the water boy in there, but you can't pump in another touchdown. Forty-seven to fourteen. That's the final. I don't know, man. Uh, Carrollton's really good. Uh, they face Hillgrove this week. Uh, Carroll, I mean, Carroll, look at Carrollton's schedule. They have they've five games so far this year. They're four and one on the season. They've had four home games out of their first five games. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, they will be on the road three times for the next five games. They're halfway. We're halfway through the football season, or Carrollton is. They've they've played five yeah. games. That's that's. I, I just mind. I feel like I just started. I feel like I just started last week. Uh, in a game that was a little bit closer than I think Billy or I thought, Central beats Northgate 21-17. to This was a close one the entire way. Yeah, and I think a lot of this mistakes um, happened from what I heard um, from the Central broadcast. It was it was just a lot of a lot of mistakes. And then uh, Eric kind of brought up the, the officials. Yeah, I heard, they, were, heard there's were, a little home cooking down there in Northgate. Yeah. Which doesn't surprise me at all. After Wes and I was about to ask you, <laughs> yeah, I there wasn't there I, there wasn't a ton of home cooking flag wise, honestly. Uh, maybe maybe a couple plays that I just didn't agree with. 
Um, but there wasn't, there wasn't enough to change the game. But what there was, Billy, was they ran about five to eight minutes off the clock that never should have been run off the clock down there at Northgate, and and it took away yeah. it took away probably a full possession from uh, from our Wildcats. So yeah, I I can I can see that. Uh, up in Tiger, Georgia, Heard County falls to Raven 45-13, to but Casey Bass said that was the hardest and best game that the Braves have played this year. That's good, um, and hopefully they get a big dub this week against Clarkson. That'll be fun to see. Um, hopefully they can get one, one of those for a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's that's what you got to strive for, and I think Parkson's that, that opponent. Do you think Heard County is probably the best 0-4 team in the state right now? Oh, yeah. yeah I don't, <laughs> it's going to be interesting when they hit uh, region play, what happens. Yeah. I, I, I really believe believe it. They got uh they got Clarkston this week. I would I would venture a guess. They beat them fifty seven to fourteen last year. I would venture a guess and say Heard County might be close to that exact same score this year. Uh, yeah, the Arugulas yeah, are not very good, and Heard County is battle tested. Uh, Mount Zion falls to Brookstone thirty eight to fourteen, and in, ends Brad's Gordon uh, unbeaten record to start the season off this year. Yeah, they just took the top of off the defense man uh it was just pass after pass after pass over to the top of the defense um just, that happens it yep. happens occasionally in, in high school football yep. so yep. You know. uh and and coach gordon said that each every single game they've played this year it gets harder and harder and harder they go on the road to jasper county uh this week temple falls to pepper on the road 19 to 14 yeah i i'm gonna have to watch the film on this but from everything I was hearing, it just they couldn't get anything going. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of interested to hear the stats or see the stats and see what happens with that. So yeah, that was a that was a close one at Pepperell and Temple. No rest for the wicked. They're owing to the past two weeks and they take on Bowden and Bowden this week. So no no rest for them. Villarica beats Tri Cities thirty to twelve on the road to start region play one and zero. On Friday night, um, there you go. Villarica played probably the best half of football I've seen them play in the first half, and I'll be one thousand percent honest with you, Billy. Very disappointed in the effort in the second half. Extreme. Well, I say effort. I, that probably is not the right wording. Just disappointed in our execution in the second half. It looked like we came out of halftime, and we were leading thirty to six at the time. And it looked like we came out of halftime. And we didn't have the same fire we had to start the game off with. It looked like we came out of halftime and just knew that Tri-Cities wasn't good enough to put up 24 points on us and come back and win. And it looked like we just came out there and were very lackadaisical. Um, So very impressed in the first half. Had a quarterback change. Will Wallace was at quarterback. The offense looked like it had better chemistry and flowed better with Will in there than Zay. Zay is a phenomenal athlete. And if Will is going to be the starting quarterback going forward, I want them to find a way to get Zay into the game. And they, they did a couple times at Tri-Cities. Um, but he, he's too good of an athlete to be standing on the sideline for our Villarica Wildcats. So I, I want... I, I think Austin's going to take that first half and highlight all the great things that we did and you know go forward with that and then go to the second half and look at his team and be like, what the hell were y'all doing? Get your heads out of your asses <laughs> and get out there and, and smash people in the mouth. Like We're up 30-6. to six. We've got to stomp on the accelerator. We've got to twist that knife in their gut. Uh, we don't, you know, when we play better teams, no offense to Tri-Cities, but they're pretty crappy. Uh, when we play better teams, we, we can't do that. We can't come out of halftime and be lackadaisical like that. So, um, you know, flip it around this week, we host... Uh, 
Banneker? Yeah, we host Banneker for uh, for homecoming this weekend or this this Friday. It's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be fun for the record. It's another region opponent, and yep. uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see if they can go two and zero in region. Let's go two and zero, baby. Uh, and Harrelson County falls to Upson Lee twenty one to three. Harrelson County now zero and four on the season. Yeah, just a tough loss, man. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to to hear about a lo- a win from Harrelson County um, soon. Because yeah. you know, I, I hate to hear this. This is two years in a row that Harrelson County has not had a good team, and I don't like that at all. It's um, it's, it's growing pains for Coach PV out there in the Harrelson County Rebels, yeah. man. Uh, they have a very good and talented group of young kids, a young core out there. Most of them right there are sophomore, freshmen, and some of them are even in eighth grade right now. So. Two or three years from now, I think Heard County is going to be a power in whatever region. Harrelson County, excuse me. Harrelson County is going to be a power in whatever region they're they're in when the whole classification thing ends. But yeah, it's just it's a growing pain thing, and they got they got games coming up coming up against North Murray, which is winnable, and Gordon Central, which they should win. At least they should go one and one in those. I wouldn't be surprised if they go two and zero. Oh. Um, but re, yeah, region play starts starts this week for Harrelson County and softball, Billy. Bremen beats Dawson County and Oconee County seven and zero and five to two, and Heard County falls to Vidalia eight to six. On the Smiths floor coverings, games and events calendar for tonight, only game we have on the docket is Bowden versus Cedartown in softball. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Yes, sir, I do indeed. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goosby Real Estate Group. The Giants' 21-point comeback is marred by Saquon Barkley's ankle injury. And we've have we gotten an update on him yet? I haven't seen anything. Uh, he'll go he'll go undergo MRIs today, I believe, to see the severity of the injury. Um, but but what Saquon said was the ankle was swollen after the game, and he thinks it's just an ordinary. Uh, just an ordinary sprain rather than a high ankle sprain. So that's good to hear from Saquon. Um, but yeah, we'll just, we'll, and, and Saquon Barkley is one of those guys that his entire career has just been marred by injuries. He's an insanely, vastly talented guy, but it just seems like every single year something pops up injury-wise with him. So hope, hopefully, hopefully he can get a speedy recovery and be 100% for the next time the Cowboys want to put up 50 on the Giants. Speaking of uh, injuries, Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson is in concussion protocol after after self-reporting a concussion. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Anthony Richardson has to learn that, despite being the size of a middle linebacker in in college, you're not a middle linebacker in the NFL, dude. You got to learn how to go out of bounds and slide when the appropriate times. You can't go in there head first against these defenders in the NFL. Like slide, go out of bounds. Keep your head above water. Uh, if he keep, if Anthony Richardson keeps playing the way he's playing quarterback right now in the NFL, I would be shocked if he had if he played more than two seasons. Wow, yeah, it's very, very reckless and dangerous. All right, so what's the next one? I don't, I haven't read this story yet. Uh, Babcock resigns as the coach of the Blue Jackets amidst investigation. Uh, the Blue Jackets announced it on Sunday that he resigned and the assistant head coach Pascal Vincent will serve as head coach. He said, upon reflection, it has become clear that continuing as head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets was going to be too much of a distraction. Uh, He said in a statement released, uh, while I'm disappointed to not have the opportunity to continue working, to continue the work we've begun, I know it's in the best interest of the organization for me to step away at this point. I wish everyone in the organization 
well in this upcoming season. Uh, it comes it comes in, in a week after the uh, he violated players' privacy when he asked to, to see photos on their cell phones. Um, he's uh, I, I don't know what the cell phone pictures that he's been going around asking the team for, but he's been going around asking teammates to show photos on their phones or something. Uh, they said it's a, a gross mis misrepresentation of meetings and extremely offensive from Babcock's camp. So it seems, I don't know, it seems like normal locker room stuff that people are making too much of an issue out of. Uh, but I'm, I don't know. We'll have to see what the investigation brings up. Maybe it's legit stuff. Yeah. I, I haven't dove into that yet, so I'm going to have to find out what's going on. Uh Alabama falls to number 13 in the AP top 25 as Texas moves up to number three. Yeah, and we'll have our guys we'll right there. We'll have our power rankings. We'll have our uh, college football power rankings tomorrow. Not surprised either. Bam looked terrible. Texas didn't look great, but I, you know, it was like, like we said, not a great weekend for the top top 10. I'd say top 10 uh, in the college football world. Injuries continue tomorrow. Not only football but baseball too as angel star shohei otani is going to miss the remainder of his season i hate that dude i hate that he, uh, right oblique muscle injury he'll be out for the rest of the year and the shohei otani sweepstakes in the offseason will commence begins now yeah yeah we'll <laughs> see how much money he's gonna get paid and where he's gonna go i don't know i don't know what the betting favorite is i haven't seen any lines for that but i i can almost guarantee you that he's not gonna stay in anaheim yeah me too and then finally today in 1990, the Olympic Committee has chosen the city of Atlanta. Uh, yeah, it, I still remember that that video. Uh, that will always pop up in my head when I <laughs> when I think of the Olympics. Will be that the the Olympic Committee who gentleman who announced it. I, I still can't believe it. Atlanta, Georgia in 1990 got elected the Olympics. <laughs> like, that's just, I can see Atlanta, Georgia now because we're one of the bigger cities with hosting sports venues and, and, and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, in 1990, hosting the, the Summer Olympics here when it's 165 million degrees. Uh, just very, very shocking that we got it, but pretty cool. Pretty a neat experience that I'll, I'll remember for my entire life, the 96 Olympics. Agreed. Yeah, I, my mom actually pulled out a, a couple of banners this weekend um, that we bought from when we went to the Olympics. To, we went and watched a couple of baseball games, and at Old Fulton County Stadium, it was fun. Man, was that's fun. pretty cool. We got you remember you remember Izzy the mascot. Yeah, we got a, We still have a couple of Christmas ornaments with Izzy on it. Like playing hockey and doing volleyball or soccer. Like they had this whole line of Izzy Christmas ornaments doing various sports in the, in the Olympics. And we still have. I think we still have most of them. That's still that's still a cool mascot, dude. That's one of the cooler mascots I think from a World Cup or uh, Olympic standpoint. Like Izzy was pretty cool looking, very unique. Yeah. You got anything else for us, buddy? Nah, man. Let's get out of here. Get our week started on a Monday. Yep, happy Monday. It's September 18th. Uh, let's go enjoy this week. Let's make it the best week we can. And uh, listen to the Morning 5 every once in a while, too. So for Bryce Barling, I am Billy Lindahl. Have a great day, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!